A friend of mine said to me recently, I judge everyone by their actions, expecting everyone else to judge me by my intentions. To which I asked, well, how's that working for you? Welcome friends to Sipping on the Sabbath. I'm Father Alan McDonald. Get yourself a Bible and some kind of beverage here. Whether it's caffeinated or not, mine is for sure uh, caffeinated. We have passed together an important milestone. We have now a thousand subscribers. Yay! We're in a special league now. <laughs> special league by ourselves. The family's getting bigger and bigger all the time. If you are new to this channel and have not yet subscribed, well, why not? <laughs> Do me a favor and press that subscribe button and you'll be able to get a link to all the videos as soon as they come out. Part of the Sipping on the Sabbath family. Now membership from all four corners of the world. So praise God for that. Two expressions did come to mind when my friend was talking to me about his labeling people according to their actions and hoping they will judge him just by his intentions, that the road to you know where is paved with good and intentions, and also that talk is cheap, whiskey costs money. <laughs> Just work with me here. It, 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 it'll, it'll all come together by the end here, okay? Talk is cheap. Whiskey costs money. The spiritual life is a program of action. And we're called into action as followers of Jesus. And providentially, we have in our gospel today the Beatitudes. Maybe each of us in praying through them and allowing the Lord to speak to our hearts, can hear him inviting us to adopt a new attitude, a new attitude of being, a be attitude. And Jesus is offering us today an opportunity by his grace to adopt a new attitude of being, the be attitudes that we have in Matthew's gospel here today, call us to a life of action in imitation, of course, of Jesus himself, who was always desiring to know and do the will of his Father, our Father. Now, the word that we have in today's translation, blessed, sorry there, just need a little bit of caffeine to keep me going. The, the word that we have today, blessed, it doesn't really fully capture or express the essence of what Jesus was getting at when he spoke with his disciples on the top of the mountain. But we'll get to that in a minute, or a few more minutes, depending how long it takes me to get there, but we'll get there eventually. But in the interim, Jesus, again, leading by example, he lives a life of action. The gospel today tells us that he went up the mountain, he sat down, and he taught them. And he called them to himself. And so the disciples themselves, the gospel says, came to him or went to him to have this meeting, this encounter on the mountain with the Lord. So the gospel starts with everybody, everyone rather, climbing up the mountain. And we know from our study of scripture that a mountain is a place of encounter with God. And 
Jesus sits down. And whenever we see that expression in the gospel, it means that we are to pay attention because something important is about to be said by the Lord. Similarly, when you see the expression that Jesus uses in the gospel, truly I tell you, it means that also we are to pay attention because he is about to say something of importance that really can be applied to our life. Jesus climbs up the mountain. Jesus calls his disciples to him. He calls us to him. And he doesn't claim the high ground just for himself. Jesus is not playing king of the castle. Remember playing that in school? I'm the king of the castle and try to knock the person off the top of the hill. He's not claiming this terrain for himself, but he is willing to invite us to come up with him to share in that experience. Jesus goes to have these encounters with his father and he invites us to have the same encounters with him. So they journey up the mountain. And in my response to the summons of the Lord, what do I need to climb the mountain? Willingness. And what do I need to be free of? What do I need to jettison? What is the extra weight that I need not carry with me as I'm going up the mountain? Unwillingness. And you'll notice in today's gospel, the order of the Beatitudes, the first rung, as it were, on the ladder of climbing up the mountain of the spiritual life is that we be poor in spirit, which means that I recognize and accept the fact that I'm utterly, completely dependent upon the Lord for everything and that I open my heart to the power of his Holy Spirit who will direct me and guide me and inspire me through life. The whole of the spiritual life builds from there, from that important acceptance, important admission that I am, apart from God, nothing. What does St. Paul say in our second reading today? Let he who boasts, boasts in the Lord. So I want to boast, I want to brag about, I want to share with others, testify to others what God has done for me. Considering that apart again from God, I can do nothing. But with his grace, all things are indeed possible. So on the mountain, having responded to the Lord's call to be with him, we, we gain a new experience, a new insight, new outlook, a new perspective, a new vision, a new way of relating to, to Jesus, to God the Father and the power of the Spirit, to ourselves and to others. And when we combine this with the Beatitudes that we have in today's Gospel, it affords us a spiritual experience. And it offers to us a very powerful spiritual program that we can indeed put in place in our life. Which leads me to share with you uh, some, some biographical facts about someone that I truly admire, and that is Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati, who himself was a mountain climber and, in the words of St. John Paul II, a man of the Beatitudes. In fact, I have over my shoulder here a second-class relic of Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati. 
It's a piece of the original coffin that he was buried in when he died in 1925. And as part of the process of having him recognized as a saint, his, his grave, his tomb was opened. And he was actually found to be incorrupt. And so he was placed in a different tomb and parts of his original coffin were distributed to the lay faithful for veneration. And Father Thomas Rasika gave this to me as a gift many, many years ago. So I'm grateful to Father Tom for his uh, generosity. And Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati was someone no different than us who really heard the word of the Lord and by God's grace strove in his life to put it into practice. St. John Paul II in his life and teaching and ministry would often remind us that each of us is an important part in this cosmic drama of life that the Lord is writing. That he is the author of this amazing story of the human race. And each of us has an important part to play in that. Each of us is an important tile, as it were, in the mosaic of life that God is creating. And if you remove one tile from a mosaic, it is incomplete. And the, the place where that tile goes in the mosaic is unique to it. And we ourselves, each of us, have an important part to play, a role to play on the front lines of this cosmic drama of life that the Lord is, is writing. And if we ourselves don't step up, hearing the word, responding to it, opening our heart to God's grace in order to do so, then there's no one else to take our place. Because that, that tile, that place, is for you and for me. We are created for this particular purpose. The, the language of Jesus himself, Aramaic, doesn't adequately translate what Jesus said into one word. Now, we use blessed, other translations say happy, but the, the essence of what Jesus was getting at, and again, this comes to me from a talk I heard many years ago by Father Thomas Rasika, is best expressed using a phrase. So instead of saying, blessed are they who, the better way to express it or to explain what Jesus was getting at, which I'm getting at, just a minute, I'm getting at it. <laughs> You're thinking, get to the point, Father Allen. What's the point? The point is, it is best expressed using the phrase, get up, go forward, do something and move. Because it is the Lord's call to action in our life. So get up, go forward, do something, move, and you will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Get up, go forward, do something, move, and you'll be comforted. Get up, go forward, do something, move, and you will inherit the earth. Get up, go forward, do something, move, and you will be satisfied. Get up, go forward, do something, move, and you will receive mercy. Get up, go forward, do something, move, will you? <laughs> and you will see God. Blessed Pier Giorgio Frasati heard this gospel and he was moved to action. So, who was he? Blessed Pier Giorgio Frasati was born in 1901 in Turin, Italy. 
He lived until 1925, so he died at the early age of 24. He was from a very wealthy family. His father owned a newspaper. He, his father was also at one time a senator in the Italian government and served uh, a period of time as the Italian ambassador to Germany. Blessed Pier Giorgio himself was uh, very handsome, athletic. He was a practical joker, uh, outdoorsman, mountain climbing being his favorite sport. The motto of his life was verso l'alto, that is towards the top or onwards uh, to a new height. He enjoyed theater, opera, museums, art, music, cigars, red wine. His spiritual life consisted in uh, daily reception of Holy Communion, devotion to our Blessed Mother, uh, frequent extended periods of evening adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. He did spend most of the free time he had serving the poor, the, the sick, the lonely, the orphans, the widows, the street people of the city of Turin even giving away his bus money on a few occasions to those who asked from him. Uh, then he'd have to run home on foot uh, to his family house and not wanting to be late for dinner, not wanting to attract any attention to himself and all these acts of service and charity that he was doing for others. He often would sacrifice family vacations uh, in the countryside during the summer, saying to himself, well, if I, if I leave Turin, who is going to look after the poor? Uh, he considered his university studies to be his first duty. He was in university studying to be a mining engineer, but this did not prevent him from being involved in a lot of social, political, economic issues of, of the day. Just before graduating from university, he very unfortunately contracted a polio, uh, and after six days of very intense uh, suffering, he died on the 4th of July, 1925. Most likely contracted a polio from his service of the poor and the sick in the city of Turin. His family life wasn't all that great. He had one sister, uh, which was a blessing, of course. But the, the, the not great part was that his parents, their marriage wasn't a very loving one. They... They just stayed together because of, of show. His parents were not particularly religious. They, they knew of his involvement in the Catholic Church, but they themselves were kind of, you know, could take it or leave it. But Blessed Fersati himself very much took it and, along with his sister, uh, incorporated the various elements of the spiritual life into his life, both as, both as a student and as an activist in the political scene, and also, as I said earlier, in his many, many hours of service to the poor. 10,000 people came to his funeral, which was a shock for the whole city, because all the, the rich people, his family and friends who were there, looked around and said, why are all these poor people here? And the poor people who were there, knowing Blessed Pier Giorgio to be someone who was so generous to them, asked themselves a similar question. Why are all these rich people here? You see, the rich didn't know of all of his works of charity, and the poor, 
didn't know that he was necessarily from such a wealthy or well-known family. Blessed Pier Giorgio Frasati was a man moved to action, and he is buried in the cathedral in turn. And as I said, part of his, the process of declaring him a blessed, opening his cause for canonization, was that you open his tomb, his grave, and they found his remains to be incorrupt. So, Blessed Pier Giorgio Frasati, like all saints of the church, those that we know by name and those that are unknown, had to wrestle with some questions. Will I follow the way of the world or will I follow the way of Christ? Will I take the easy way, which leads to pleasure, profit, or will I instead take the hard way? Will I enter through the narrow door, which involves toil and quite often suffering? But I'm not suffering alone. I'm suffering in union with Christ. I'm suffering in union with the mystical body of Christ, my brothers and my sisters who are part of the church. Blessed, Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati on many occasions stood at a turning point. And by the grace of God, he opened his heart to become willing. Well, I myself today, in response to the Lord's presentation of the Beatitudes, these attitudes of being, this call to action that he presents us with, will I myself become, by his grace, willing, willing to choose his way of action? Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati is now a blessed on his way to sainthood. And again, in many ways, his life was no different than ours. I belong to a fellowship, a fellowship of men and women who themselves, ourselves, one day at a time, are trudging the road of happy destiny. <coughs> Excuse me. And the, the fellowship that I am a part of reminds me and my fellows that, quote, no one of us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. That is the spiritual principles of the program, the principles of the spiritual life. We are not saints yet, by the grace of God. I want to be a saint. I cannot become a saint by myself. I need God's grace. The point is, getting back to the quote here from the program, the point is that we are willing to grow along spiritual lines. We claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. Blessed Pier Giorgio Forsati was willing to grow along spiritual lines. Am I? Am I willing today to open my heart just maybe a little bit more than it was opened before I sat down to watch or listen to this podcast? Opening my heart to the Lord. Am I willing? To go ahead, go forward, do something, move in response to what the Lord says with his grace and with his help. Let me just end by reading to you what Jackie Trotman put together. It's called a modern day Sermon on the Mount. A modern day presentation of these Beatitudes, this 
call to action that the Lord presents us with, that Blessed Pier Giorgio Farsati heard and responded to, and we can do the same today. So modern day version of the Beatitudes. You are blessed when you hit rock bottom, because then you can rely on God to go to work for you and through you. Blessed are you when you mourn. This means you feel compassion and empathy for others. And you begin to understand that we are all one. Blessed are you who are humble and authentic. This is worth way more than fleeting power and material possessions. Blessed are you when you hunger and thirst after spiritual things instead of worldly things. You will feel full instead of empty. Blessed are you when you express kindness. You will receive kindness in return. Blessed are you when you allow God's presence and goodness to fill your mind, heart, and soul. Then you will see God in the outside world. Blessed are you who live in peace and create peace. Then you will understand what it means to be a child of God. You are, are fulfilling God's dream for world peace. Blessed are you when people make fun of you and ridicule you for my sake. That means you have struck a nerve. Well done. Many of my followers have experienced this, and you are in good company. Blessed are you if you are persecuted because of your relationship with God our Father, who knows and sees everything and will reward you for your faithfulness. So let us pray. God, our Heavenly Father, you gave to the young Blessed Pier Giorgio Forsati the joy of meeting Christ and of living his faith in service of the poor and the sick. Through his intercession, may we too walk the path of the Beatitudes and follow the example of his generosity, spreading the spirit of the gospel in the world. Amen. Well, there you go, my dear friends. God bless you. Very good to have you along for the journey. Don't forget, if you're new to this channel, subscribe and welcome to the family. Remember that when we're powerless, that's when we're strong and victory is indeed gained through surrender. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Stay caffeinated and we'll be with you again soon. <laughs>